It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands. Listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
I'm Dave Hawkinson. Thanks for tuning in The Antidote. Over the past few weeks, The Antidote really hasn't offered too much in the way of hard music. But tonight, that's all going to change as we take a look at a brand new release. Have you ever picked up an album and become totally obsessed by it? Well, two weeks ago, that's what happened to me. I've always been a big fan of August Burns Red, and I really enjoy the twists and turns they add to metalcore. Their latest album is exceptional, and bluntly put, ABR has produced what I consider to be the greatest hardcore album of all time. And yes, I know that I have a biased opinion. But tonight we're going to play all of the songs from the new album called Rescue and Restore. And I think you'll understand what I'm talking about. Also, last year I spoke with Jake Lures of August Burns Red about their previous album, Leveler. And Jake's answers apply even more accurately to Rescue and Restore. So we're going to be airing a few of those interview segments and the opening track on tonight's show was Provision. Now let's carry on with the second track found on Rescue and Restore, and one that musically travels all over the map. Here's Treatment.
let's head into track number three, Spirit Breaker from August Burns Red. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Jake Lures from August Burns Red, and you're with The Antidote 92.7 FM.
This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, and we're here with the one and only August Burns Red. And I'm speaking with vocalist Jacob Loris. Hey, how's it going? I'm Jake Loris, lead vocalist of August Burns Red, and I'm actually really, really excited to do this interview. Yeah, that makes me glad, too. <laughs> but I think you're just being polite. No. <laughs> now, August Burns Red displayed some new influences on the album, Constellations, and those have continued to a greater degree on the newest release, Leveler. So ABR seems to be reaching into a, almost an art metal realm on Leveler. So what's up with this musical progression? Honestly, the simplest response to that is just progression, growth in the band. As musicians and just as we uh, mature as you know into adulthood and, and grow in the music world, I think it's just the direction that we're just naturally taking. It's not anything that we've um, said, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. I think it's really just is what's just evolving from uh, our musicianship and just um, maturing as a musician. So I like it. I, I think it's a cool direction because I, I think it's something more clever. And for August Burns Red, we've never really wanted to be the same ever on any record or, or even, you know, trying to just let each track have its own identity, you know, I think is really important for us. So I think with that kind of concrete, like, foundation... I think what's birthed is uh, what you're saying is like this um, already metal music. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, some of the radical changes that come to mind are uh, 116, 2011, and internal canon. How have August Burns Red fans reacted to the new style, the new music? I think they've responded um, really, really well. Like a lot of our fans were really excited and just kind of surprised, but the surprise wasn't a negative thing for most of our fans. Um, some of our fans, maybe it was a little much for them, but with that being said, there's plenty of other tracks on uh, the record leveler that are more appealing to them or that, you know, kind of fit um, what they expect from August Runes Red. I think what our thing is that we want to progress and stay in our realm as far as what August Burns Red is and what the root of August Burns Red is musically. Um, yet we do want to experiment. We do want to go outside the box and we don't want to write the same record over again. I think the the day musicians stop growing is the day that fans stop listening, um, because they don't want to hear another Constellations. They don't want to hear another Messengers, even if they say oh, I like Messengers better. Well, had we wrote another Messengers, you would be saying to me, "Wow, you wrote Messengers again," you know, and uh, that would have brought disappointment as well. So, it's really um, the grass is greener on the other side kind of thing. Um, sometimes with some of our fans. However, I will say hands down that our fans are the most loyal, supportive, dedicated fans I think any band will ever have. And, and with that being said, you know, I think that is just one more reason why we, we write and grow, because we know that we have kids and fans growing with us. J.B. Brubaker of August Burns Red gave this description of Count It All as Lost to AP Magazine. When it comes to technical musicianship, this is about as technical as we get. This song is freaking hard to play. Like treatment, Count It All as Lost is structured in an extremely linear fashion and is a roller coaster from start to finish. There's a neat little Latin-esque clean section thrown in, and the song ends with the hardest guitar lick on the album. And he also adds, please don't ask me to play this live. Enjoy Count It All as Lost.
That was Sincerity. Our next track is the accurately titled Creative Captivity, which has ABR on a rant about the stagnancy found in metalcore. And they throw in some pretty unusual instrumentation for a metalcore song, especially the Chinese harp found on the intro. Listen in.
So I'm going to ask you to be a little self-analytical. And this is a bit of a pointed question, but you got to admit, Metal Realms, it's a fairly congested genre. What do you think makes August Burnt Red stand out from the rest of the crowd? That's a really difficult question. And however I respond to this, I just want uh, people to know that I, it's not an ego trip or, or, or boasting by any means because I don't like doing that. And every musician, I'm sure that you would interview and ask this question, would say, well, we're different in this way. Um, and quite frankly, I, I think a lot of bands aren't very different from one another. And it's really hard to find something that's new under the sun because um, a lot of things, like you said, I mean, this, this industry is oversaturated. I think one thing is that our inspiration, our, our influences, we're influenced by music that is not a uh, metal uh, genre. We listen to a lot of ambient music, a lot of acoustic stuff, a lot of um, indie rock or just, um, you know, spacey music. Things that aren't fitting to the demographic of the uh, metal industry. So I think that might have a, a bit of a, um, an impact as to how we might sound different. I'll never say that we fully sound different. And, and we have our roots too. You know, I was founded off of Hope's Fall and Norma Jean, Bless the Martyr. Um, I was rooted in... Um, poison the well you know bands like that you know so it's it's never fully yours you know you have a foundation you have bricks that you build off of however what i've always said to kids that say they're they want to be in a band or they've got a band take what you know and apply it but don't replicate soak it in and absorb it but but um continue to be you you know because uh, that's the important thing that's that's what's going to really shine through and that's i think the key Another thing that really works well is that JB is the main songwriter, but we all influence the the sound. We all decide. We all make decisions. There's not just you know one cook in the kitchen. So with that being said, if there's new ideas coming from four or five other guys, and we're all humble enough to respect those ideas and use them and apply them, I think that that's the real you know progression part. Not just having one guy write songs all the time. Um, and having one guy write the lyrics all the time, you know, and I think that's what keeps us not different, but on top. So it's it's really more heart stuff and internal stuff than it is anything else, I would say. True, because you can often find bands where, you know, they really are duplications because you've just got a single person is the band and everybody else is just there for support. A more traditional August Burns Red sound is found on Fault Line. Then we're going to break into the melodic beauty and tragedy.
as a band, what does August Burns Red hope to accomplish? What is the ultimate goal? I know as a whole, we want to progress and we want to just continue to write music that impacts people's lives in a positive way. I know across the board, that's how everybody feels. I know that we just want to keep continuing setting the bar even higher for the metal industry. We want to be the leaders, not the followers. You know, we want to, um, we want to lead this genre and we want to make a, an impact that is known in history, you know, as far as our music. You know, I mean, that's, that would be an amazing goal. You know, that'd be an amazing dream to come true. For me personally, I want the lyrics and the music to impact these kids in a positive way to change the course of their lives so that they too can go out and live their dreams and their passion. And my main motivation is my personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I feel like this band he blessed me with. I feel that he's blessed me with the gift to be a vocalist. I feel he's blessed me with the desires of my heart to minister and to connect with the youth. And so for me personally, I think my main goal is that I just let myself be used through Christ to do whatever it is that he wants me to do out here for the limited amount of time that I have. Because I know in the next five years or ten years, no one's going to care about August Burns Red. So what people care about is the here and now. And what I care about is what God wants me to do here and now. So that when five or ten years, this kid who loved our music doesn't remember me anymore. But there was something that I did at a moment in his life that changed him to be where he is today. And I want to give that credit to God, not myself. So that's my ultimate goal for me personally. This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. been speaking with Jacob Lures lead vocalist for August Burns Red. Jacob, thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for spending all this time. No problem, man. You're awesome. And um, and I did enjoy the interview. Really, I did. It was good. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. Without a doubt, my favorite track on Rescue and Restore is Echoes. And I can only describe it as beautiful. Listen in and see if you agree.
Every Wednesday at 9, The Antidote can be found on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough. If you're interested in hearing more from August Burns Red, you can check out a recording of a previous episode of The Antidote with ABR on theantidoteradio.com by uh, just simply searching the episode section. And if tonight's music has been a little too heavy for you, next Wednesday we're going to quiet things down a bit when we feature the indie post-hardcore of Texas-based Least of These as we look at their past EP and their upcoming album, Change Will Come. Well, I hope you enjoyed Rescue and Restore as much as I did, but if you're not as obsessed by it as I am, I forgive you. But we haven't quite finished up with August Burns' Red album. Here's the final song, The First Snap. 